Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. As you know, in season four, we are putting our asses on the line and exploring Sex 3.0, The Road to Happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care to see what gems we could uncover for all you fabulous clitorati. Why? Because we love you. And uh, we hope this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. So today, we have Tamako back from Mexico. Arriba. She's live, y'all. So this is part two of Tamako. So she, you are reinventing your entire life, which has taken you from L.A. to Thailand, now to Mexico. And we want to hear all about what's going on for you there and this road to happiness that you're exploring. Very good. Nice to be here. Back home. I was born in Los Angeles, you know? Spent over probably 30-some years here and have always lived with somebody pretty much. So to have gone off to Mexico um, was really exciting. Really exciting. Um, I'm a GI brat. That's what you call them. You know, a military kid. Mm-hmm. Went to four different high schools, traveled my whole life. So the idea of moving somewhere new and making my community has never been a fear for me. That's right. not the fear. If there was any fear to leaving, it was really more about, is my people going to be okay? Mm. So it took me a few months of saying over and over, I'm finally going to go do this thing and live overseas to everybody. It took a few months, I would say like three or four months for everyone to kind of accept it. So that was probably the challenging part. Um, And just for our listeners, who's everyone that you were concerned about accepting it? Everyone. Okay, Everyone. not just your, your girls, daughters, your click crew, because I know you said it over and over to us, and we're like, okay, yeah. you're not gonna leave. How could yeah. you leave? I have a <laughs> brother, I have aunts, <laughs> I have really close girlfriends for 20 years. But like one thing after another, you were taking care of, you were like making sure that everyone was totally okay. Yes, and I had then you a lot got of completion. Your car. Yeah. And then you were just like free. I would have never moved overseas and taken off if I hadn't lost my job. Right. So when I lost my job, which I kind of made happen anyway. Okay. You know, it was all it was all kind of me putting it into energetic motion, but the universe responded, you know. It, it and even when it responded, I was a little shocked, but I knew in my gut that it was the right time and the right moment. Mm. And that that opened up the door for me to really embrace the fact that I don't have to do anything I don't want to do anymore. 
And you know what? Almost 53, that's a pretty long journey Mm. to have not created boundaries or done more self-care or self-love or been so codependent and really putting all my focus on others' happiness because I believed that as long as everyone around me was good, I could be happy too. Wow. So I think what's so great about when you hit a brick wall, you know, and for me, there was a lot. Terrible, got myself in a terrible relationship with a real asshole. You know, realized that I wasn't being valued by, by you know, the person I was working with, basically my boss. Right, right. Oh my gosh. I thought you're not talking about your ex-husband, are you? No, I'm talking about what happened in March. Oh, just, you know, yeah, this year. Right. This okay. year. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Got just okay. this year. What, what brought, what uh, instigated the major shift for me? But you're talking about a romantic relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was living it. with somebody. He yeah, moved yeah. in with That's, her. It, that, oh, yeah. I, no, I knew that, yeah. that guy. I just, I, uh, not long. No. Six weeks, maybe. He was, yeah, I was, his, maybe she showed us color, colors really you quick, thank God. Yeah, I did, I did. But the reason why, I did not make a good decision about partnering up with someone is because I found myself caring for others and not being able to handle it all. And that caring for others and not being able to handle it all didn't allow me to be the self-reliant woman I wanted to be. So bringing him in was not out of love or not out of wanting to have partnership. It was a moment of I need somebody. Mm. I need somebody to just come in and kind of have my back here. This will be good. You know, this this works for him. This works for me. And it really was a loss of my own self in that decision-making. Wow. It was an easy road. And I'm, I'm too old now to know that the easy road will always fucking backfire. You know, so that was good. I had that lesson. I had the lesson of, you know, it's time to leave a job when you don't feel valued anymore and you're not inspired Mm -hmm. and you don't feel like the leadership is there, no matter how much money it is. Right. That was a good lesson. And I could, not everyone can let go of a good paying job, but I could because my daughters had just kind of gotten on their own feet. And that allowed me to let go of my financial responsibility of others. That's why I could let go of that job from from inside. And that's why I think it happened externally. So, you know, when you kind of crash and burn like that, even though you know why you crashed and burned, right. and you kind of put it all <laughs> into like, motion. No, I asked for this. Yes, um, exactly. Here exactly. I am. <laughs> exactly. So wow. you wanted some fucking freedom. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah real bad. I I was definitely feeling pretty fucking trapped. And when you feel trapped, you make decisions that don't benefit your evolution at all, you know? And so, you know, going to Mexico was a great decision for me. It still is a good decision. I figure I'm going to stay there in total at least a year. Oh, wow. Um, It was six months originally, right? It it was originally, let's check it out. Okay. Yeah. And then after a couple of months, I was like, okay, I can stay here a year. But every time I come back to the U.S., it um, renews my passport for another six months of stay. I'm going to look into even um, possibly permanent residency. 
you know, that way, if I want to, I can work in Mexico. Um, it's not that hard to get permanent residency. I can easily go back and forth. Uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of nice to have it. So I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure yet. But the hardest thing for me is um, figuring out what I really want to do while I'm there. So you checked out Mexico. I'm so curious where you were and what it was about the environment there, your lifestyle there that has you say, yeah, I'm, I'm coming to live here. In our last recording, I had mentioned that I went to Thailand for a couple of weeks because I was planning to live there. But I, I, instinctually, it wasn't my place. I could tell when I left, mostly because it's probably far away and it's a little more third world than I can handle. Mexico, I told you, you know, I'm born in L.A., Mexican cultures everywhere. You know, I grew up with lots of Mexican folks out in South El Monte, you know, in high school. So, you know, go to Christmas at their house and eat tamales. I mean, it's in my life, that culture, the Mexican culture. But I had actually never really been to Mexico. But I trusted my girlfriends that told me it was a good spot. And uh, I got there and they were so embracing the people I met people right away. I have a good group of Mexican girlfriends, as well as a lot of uh, expats, Swiss expats, and and American expats. So I have a good, already, really quickly, in a matter of two months, I have my whole base and foundation of people that I can hang with, that I can share my life with. They really share their life with me. They're always looking out for me. You know, people taking me to the airport, people asking me, do I need a ride back? Do you need to go here? Yes, let me look at your rental contract in Spanish. You know, I just have so much protection there. That's how I knew. They even have a a Buddhist group there that I can go and chant with a bunch of people. That's awesome. So I just knew that, you know, pretty quickly that this was my spot. This was my place. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super Super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code clittalk10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. So you closed up shop here in LA. You've now set the foundation in Mexico. And now it's all about what do you want to do? You're there now. What do you want to create for yourself on this road to happiness? Because that's ultimately part of it, right? Mm -hmm. So where are you at with that? Yeah, so it's a little over three months or about three months. And the thing is, um, it takes some time to really create your foundation when you move somewhere new, right? And you did it very fast. Yeah. Two months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Found a great spot. Uh, Every day I can see the sunset outside my living room window overlooking the ocean. Every yes. every night we've seen pictures and yeah. we all have a standing it looks invite. Like a five-star resort. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why you're moving. Just that alone. Right, right. So that's really calming and really peaceful. And I've had that for like 
about a month now in my actual spot where I'm renting. And um, now I have to decide which one of all the ideas that I want to manifest do I put my time into. And the first thing I did when I got to Mexico is I read this book called Essentialism because I have so many interests, right? Because I'm like, I love everything. I want to research everything. I want to do everything, mm-hmm. right? I've always wanted to write a book. I want to sell stuff online and learn about that. I want to do a YouTube channel. I want to on and on and on. Right. I want to learn flamenco. I want to learn Spanish. <laughs> you know, That's a lot of classes. Right? <laughs> I have so many interests. So I read this book, Essentialism, so I could really figure out, like, how do I Maria Kondo my life? Boom. Right? What do I love? Right. What do I love the most? What do I want to put all my passion? And how do I do many of them? How do I make money to sustain myself with only a little bit of time of work? If I can do five hours a week and cover my monthly expenses, that will allow me to do all my other stuff. So that's what I've been working on this last three months. How do I do that? Which things am I going to do? Where can I make the most money in a short amount of time? Where will I put my other money? How do I set up a practice where every morning I get up and chant, maybe for half an hour, and then exercise and start my day? How do I eliminate meat from my my diet, which I've been doing, right? So now I'm only like eggs and and cheese, right? And fish, but other meat. So it's just this whole looking at every aspect of my life and where do I want to evolve and where am I going to get the most joy from? And that starts with my mind and my body, which is the chanting for me, and then the exercise and the health stuff. Look, Going to the beach as often as possible, breathing and taking that in and really enjoying life. That starts there. And then if I can really capture that every day, I really trust that whatever I pick, in terms of my career, in terms of what I put my love into on a daily basis, will be just fine. And that's wow. what I'm working on. Well, you're setting yourself up so perfectly for the perfect idea or moment of clarity to come through by really taking care of your body and your mind first. So, in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Wow. In a low-stress way. And surrounding myself with exactly what I've had here, which is love, sisterhood. I got a lot of sisterhood in Mexico, I tell you. I know, and we've seen pictures. It's really nice to have continued that, that energy in my life, mm-hmm. even in another country. Of course you did. You, that's who you are. You know, it's like no surprise, probably to any of us, but... We can only speak for ourselves in the end of the day. Like, that's who you are, you know, to everyone um, in L.A., you know. And it's no surprise to me that when you were aware, like, oh, I'm clearly being embraced here. And this is a universal, universe God thing happening. It wasn't like, well, maybe uh, I'm getting embraced and trying to figure it out. You just knew. It was uh, it was such a cosmic connection. Um, but that you were able to just create you there. Like, of course, so that's who you are. And everyone there is so lucky. I mean, it's been a huge missing not having Tamiko in Los Angeles. 
you know, on so many levels for different types of people. You know, you're from family to longtime friends to the click crew here. That's always a thing. And you know, we'll always miss you and want you here, but it's so beautiful to know that you're getting to create those experiences, relationships over there with other people that they get the gift of experiencing Tamiko as well, you know. Mm, thank you, sugar. I love you so mm, much. Yeah. And you're going to come me. visit me. You know yeah. what? But what's really, yes. what really taught me about sisterhood is the fact that you can have these deep connections with women without speaking the same language. Mm-hmm. That's what was so enlightening for me, that women are so connected that through body language and a little bit of interpretation for somebody or just a look, you get each other. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Have you told them about your, you know, your clit talk? Business? Oh, yeah, they all know. Oh, do you talk Lo- about sex? Most of them follow the Instagram. Oh, we talk about sex all the time. Oh. Don't you have a pussy posse there? You know, there is a woman who uh, I went to her kind of pussy posse where there was 17 uh, Mexican women and like one like leader. And we brought water and we brought a bowl and we brought crystals and we sat in a circle and she really talked about manifestation. And I could catch some of the Spanish words. I could even hear her talking about the Japanese scientists that talked about how the water crystals, when you say nice things to the water, the crystals are beautiful. And when you say rude things to the water, so they were really talking about manifestation and a lot of universal themes is what they were talking about. So I got to sit on that for about two hours and watch their practice and how they do things. And, you know, they just embrace me. They know I don't understand half of it, but I do some of the rituals too. And then the funny thing is that we all brought a candle (laughs) in a bowl, right? Some kind of candle in a thing. And what she said, I think she was kind of joking, but the candle and the bowl represents kind of like the male energy or the male dick, the male (laughs) cock in your life. So one of my girlfriends, who's like 68-year-old Swiss woman, she had a little bowl, but a great big candle in it. And she was like pointing to hers, like, look at mine. Look at my candle. And I had a bowl, and I had used the candle in my house. So the candle was kind of smaller than inside the bowl. And I was like, ah, shit. But I was like, I don't have much dick in my life right now. I have no dick in Mexico. But what I did say to her, I was like, I control mine. Stays inside. <laughs> but so I've had a lot of good fun with with my my new friends in Mexico. As long as the candle still works, right? Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter the size as long as you can light it on fire. Oh. And I'm more in, in, involved Ew, with the tongue. With the, the tongue is the most important thing for me. We know <laughs> cunnilingus is your favorite thing. 69. <laughs> oh, right. 69. Those Give Latin me. boys know how to use their tongue, too. Also. And kissing and other things. Yes. Well, way to take a rupture and take it all the way to radiance. And now you're in the place of real creation. And I love the idea of a five-hour work week. I want to hear more about that next time. So thank you so much for coming on. You had asked me, I just want to say. Yeah, yeah. You had said to me, you know, like, you know, this must have been hard, this rupture and this and that. Yeah. And what I said to Katie was, I don't know, comparatively, are we comparing this to having mental illness in my family and having to be at the psych ward for, you know, three weeks or my mother's death or my 
divorce, if we're comparing what happened to me this year to that, this was a piece of cake. This was a playground. Yeah. This was an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Right from the get-go. And success is when opportunity meets preparation. And you're preparing. Yes. A baller as usual, Tamiko. Thank you so much. No, you're just doing the damn thing. You know what Yoda says. There's no try. There is only do. And I I just really want to shout you out, Tamiko, for really being the Yoda, the great wisdom dropper throughout Clit Talk. So I'm so glad we had a show that was all about you because our listeners get to hear the extended version of your wisdom. So thanks. You want to say that, Tammy? And with, and that, with that? And with that, I love this Clit crew. And see you next Tuesday. Bye. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if you're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated. And thank you.